Hello, hello people. My name is Ayomide Fadumi. And my name is Wansalia Tia. Welcome to A Flight From Africa podcast. On this journey, through the lens of all the identities we behold, we share our stories, our truth, and how we leave our differences. In the world that taught us being too different, it's not welcome. So journey with us right here on this flight. A, a Flight From, from Africa! Africa! Hey, hey, people, how are you guys doing? Your girls are back. As you can tell, my voice is gone. I don't know what's going on, but hey, I'm grateful. We're back again. Um, we had a Thanksgiving week, so you yeah, know yeah. some people party more than some people that I know. But anyway, I'm just, you, I, you see, you see like if my shoes fit anyone, they should wear it. You see, at this point, I didn't call nobody's name more, but they're, they're already <laughs> calling themselves out. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, girl, um, how was your week? My week has been good. Uh, you know, it was Thanksgiving. It, it was food. If food is involved, you know, it's for sure. It was good. It was that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, it was a great week. You know, I mean, I missed you this week. Knowing you are leaving me. You have not told the listeners. Well, knowing you left me, actually. <laughs> and you, you're like, you are your job. Yeah, deal with yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of the state. And you pack your bag just like that. Short notice, just beja. Your boss will say, oh, can't let you can't let whatever she said. Yeah, it feels like you left me, you know. And I thought you, you loved me more than that, but it's okay. Uh, uh, imagine, and we're doing the, 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 the podcast, and you say, I don't love you. What, what are you see? You don't love me. I said, I thought you loved me more than that. I do. Uh-uh. What was this? You see, people don't listen. You know what? Don't worry. But yeah. Um. But yeah. What? What? What did you do for Thanksgiving, though? Girl, Thanksgiving was fun. Like, don't let me talk like that. So I started my Thanksgiving morning with a really nice breakfast. You know, I had breakfast with friends and family, just fine-looking men and women. You know, can do. Had to slip the women in there because she knows she's just gonna say fine-looking men. I went like. <laughs> So what's about us women? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Good food, leaves, you know, fall leaves on the table. It was just good ambience. The candles even made it better. The people made it way much better. And then so after breakfast, we went to our friends for lunch. The thing is, the guys, because they're all a bunch of guys, they will usually come over to us for Thanksgiving. But this year they said, you know what? You people come to us like this year, oh. we're gonna be close. And we're like, are you guys sure? Because we're kind of nervous. We're scared. If this person said they got it, we know they don't got nothing. So we're like, are you guys sure? They're like, yeah. So we're like, how can we help? They said, no, nothing. Don't do anything. Don't worry about anything. Just bring yourselves. Okay. We're like, no, Allah. So we went there for lunch. Girl. <sighs> okay. I see um, some, some, some sort of disasters, right? Literally. And, you know, like before we left, you know, uh, one of us already suggested that we take some noodles with us because we don't trust this man. Is that there's no seasoning in the food or the rice is mushy? Like you know how men be making mouths that they can cook and then you end up tasting the food and it's not all you that. You wonder like, what am I doing? Literally. Yeah. So we're gonna take noodles and gari just in case we can't eat that food so that we can we have gari to drink and noodles to eat. But getting there, but this turkey was in water. This guy said that's his way of seasoning. That the video he watched. That they told him to put that turkey in water and wow. that that's i was like bro and that's crazy yeah it was just crazy man but it was fun it was good people 
good ambience, good food at the end of the day because we fixed other food issues. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's, what they, that's what women, you see, where they I'm not taking that because some men can cook because I have a brother who can throw down in the kitchen, you know, but it's okay. Um that's we have some women who don't know how to cook too. So it's not yeah. uh, it's not a problem. <laughs> but that's interesting. But that's what makes Thanksgiving right. What is Thanksgiving without some little you know stories and stuff? Um that's really cool. How was yours? Yeah, I was just here, <laughs> you know, packing my stuff. Um, yeah, and I was hungry while everybody was eating. I was looking for food to eat. Damn. I'm not going to call the people that disappointed me with their food because <laughs> that thing was disappointing. Very yeah. disappointing. That is really but sad. Anyway, no problem. I still survived. So mm. still breathing. Um, but yeah, it's been an interesting week. But I'm grateful to God for life, you know, losing a uh, lot of family member. But then, it, you know, at the same time, I'm just still um, I'm like, it just woke me up in a sense, you know, every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to do better checking up on people. I'm going to do better, you know, saying hi and stuff. Life is too short, like for us to be keeping things in our heart to, you know, for other people. I'm not saying they need to do be a best friend because I understand some people have heard us in the past, I deeply that sometimes you don't really want to see the ground that they walked on. By the end of the day, you know, sometimes just say hi. Because even if they die, you won't, the first thing won't be what they did to you is the fact that they're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's something it taught me, you know. But yeah, I'm glad I was able to, you know, spend, like, talk to her on the phone, video mm-hmm. call, the whole family. Because mm-hmm. I know if I, I haven't spoken to her and she passed away the way she passed away, I was going to feel really, really guilty. Mm. There'll be guilt on in, on my heart, but I'm happy that I was able to talk to her and stuff. So most definitely. Um, but yeah, that's how my week was though. Yeah, I'm sorry, girl. That's that's a lot. But can I can I piggyback off of what you said? You know, your boss would say, kaja kaja like so despite how much we fight, it's not yes. fighting about wanting death for each other. So, Most you know, definitely. sometimes we're so focused on our emotions and how we're mad at this person and how we're angry. But the thing is, we all we all know it's not to the extent of, you know, wanting them to die. So why not just look over those anger and this moment of emotion, be forgiving, because what if they're gone tomorrow? You're going to have that feeling of regret that you didn't spend your time with better emotions with them. That was mostly the most, negative ones. Most definitely. Ones. I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to say blood is thicker than water, even though yeah. sometimes, sometimes it do you dirty. But at the end of the day, even with the pain in your heart, you see somebody gone, that's mm-hmm. something. Because and just remind us that tomorrow is never promised and we don't own this earth. You know, this is now a home. You know, in my dialect, it says, meaning this earth, I'm a stranger here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in heaven is where my home is. So if I die here, don't cry for me. Do you know what I mean? So um, that's something. But I'm grateful to God, though. I'm grateful, too. I'm yeah. grateful. It's funny we're talking about death and, and stuff like that. No into this topic. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. right? Just go in. Like, hmm. Charlie, do we even have a topic today? We have now. Oh, I'm just we kidding. Don't, don't make us like un, unorganized people. Well, we're organized to some extent. Yeah. We, we do have a topic. 
You guys want to hear? You guys want to hear the topic that we have for today? Of course, we want to. I'm the audience right now. You want to. (laughs) Actually, today we're talking about something that that is kind of like a taboo in Africa and African household. And and I don't want to say Africans too, but other people as well. I've seen it around the world too. People are really facing it. It's not something that is easily welcome, you know? And it's actually the the whole thing about will, having a will, you know, the moment, like having a will, that's something I feel like we deal with all the time. And today we're going to be talking about it. But before we start talking about will, number one, let, let, um, let us unpack this whole thing. What is a will in the first place? What's the definition? And I was going to give us a definition for that. That way, you know, give a, a perspective of what a will is. That way we're not just saying it off of our heads. You know, we're going to look at an actual definition and it and it purpose or the purpose that it is meant for. So I, what is a will? Please help me yeah. out. A will is a legal document, legal being the key word here, that states your wishes regarding what happens to your assets or property okay. when you die. And who is responsible for caring of your minor children in the will you leave? So oh. it's literally who takes care of my properties and my kids. Mm. Wow. So, you have to talk about it. And, you know, it's interesting based on this definition uh, and probably one of the biggest arising issues why people don't write will is because we don't talk about death. We don't talk yes. about mortality. It's such a taboo to say when I die, you'll be like, hey, God forbid, death, death is going to happen. Yeah. Said, it's not better for you to be, uh, realistic about how living things would end and have good plans for your family that you're living behind yes you know? instead of like acting like oh i'm gonna be here forever you're saying god forbid that means you're you're, you're telling god what he's actually said is going to happen shouldn't come to pass but mm-hmm. there's nothing that he said that won't come to pass so you're saying mm-hmm. god forbid it's just you talking because like you said, it's kind of like a taboo. Nobody wants to talk about it. But it's just the thing that we need to talk about because we talk about heaven. We talk about judgment day. We talk about all of that. I know there are some, you know, based on where you are theologically, um, in terms of like the whole Trump, you know, the coming of Jesus, you know, the second coming and all of that. Some people, the thing is going to happen right here. Um you know, and you know, some people, well, I'm not going to say where I stand on theologically on that last day, you know, because there are some people who are not going to physically die. They're going to, the body, because God is a spirit and those are worshiping actually worships him in spirit and in truth. So there's that side too. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like you said, it's something important. There's something that we face. And have you, have you actually encountered some you know situation where you feel like a will is needed um maybe a friend or even with you with your family because we're both africans you know so yeah. yeah yeah and um to get to my point right i'm going to cite some examples of course i do have an example that is very close to home and the thing is we don't talk, we think about will as something that happens 
later in the future when i'm rich when i have kids when this when that like no there's no when and you know we also as young people we don't think about this we think about it in future tense like when it gets to the future when i'm old enough right now already as absurd as this is, if I sit around my mom, it's offensive to her that I think about death already. So I oh. went to a preserved funeral home of recent. Okay. And the mom was like, okay, so um, just letting you guys know, like, so uh, how, how do you plan to be buried? You know, because that place, you know, people are wrapped up. It's like a, it's a very religious um, natural preserve. So uh-huh. people are wrapped up to be buried and stuff like that. So she was asking about my thoughts on how I want to be buried and stuff. And that was not weird to me because I guess yeah. the environment I have been, I have been open to conversations about death that, of course, God keeps us. May he grow us that we all become old. But it starts from that as being a young person already start thinking about who you're leaving behind some young people our parents maybe are dependent and so you need a wheel for god forbid bad thing but if your mom you're the one who's been taking care of your mom and something happens to you what's gonna happen to that woman or that man if you say that you're taking care of caring of and also you know vice versa older people they just think because i have a kid it's that's why the divination says legal document so yeah. they think oh, because I have a kid, it's just um, automatic that my kid gets all my things. No, that, that is how you be seeing some, some uncle from some state I don't know exists. So for me, like it's happening like close to home for like my family member. You okay. know, when I lost my aunts and my uncle and, you know, the kids, because I mean, this is a pastoral issue, so I'm careful of how I should share it. But like after they were gone, they were very well doing. I mean, if you had a good enough job, then you should yeah. start having future plans for what happens to your family after death. But it was such a struggle for the kids after they were gone. You know, thank God for extended family. But extended family yeah. is not a will. God, I mean, thank God for good family, good extended family. Most and, definitely. Speak up wherever you feel, even after you're there. But what if, you know, your family is not all you think that they are and everybody just abandons your children or those people that you care about, you know? So for yeah. me, yes, he has heat close to home. And I, I've been thinking about the importance of it from a long time ago, although I do not have a will right now because, uh, interestingly, I do not have assets of any kind to put in a legal document that somebody needs to gain for but do i have like a life insurance and the money for specific kind of people in case anything happens to me 100 percent. you gotta stop planning for that afterlife hey god keep us but you don't know when it happens most definitely so you, yeah as it happened close to home for you um, where, like the necessity of a will yeah, I've heard people like around me who have faced that where they're fighting over the property because like you said, uncle come and show up that there's no will. Or sometimes actually there's a will, but it's being contested because, mm. yeah. And, you know, we have a mentality in Africa where when you have a will, they don't respect it. I know it's a legal document, but let's be mm. honest, our legal system is not that structured. Like the U.S., even the U.S., they're still back and forth when it comes to will. So imagine a third world country like Liberia, where nothing is structured, my dear. You, you can literally, there's a lot of bribing going on. Uh, who The highest bidder 
you know, mm-hmm. things. And then they influence the, even the lawyers. You, do you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. things get changed in the world. And then it's just like a back and forth. So you end up doing back and forth. And sometimes people just give up and let it go and give it up because they don't have the money to spend on a lawyer, mm-hmm. you know. Because sometimes so the lawyers, yes, because they want their share. Yeah. So you know, so there's that part too. There's that part too. So sometimes it's like that. But I I, I do think that it's good to have a will because I've been telling my mom, get mm-hmm. a will. She said, but I don't have that much. I'm like, if you have a couple of houses, that's something. That's a proper. That's an asset right there. You mm-hmm. need to have a will. Like, no, I tell her all the time. I'm like, even sometimes when she just want to do stuff, I'm like, put in paper a contract. Make sure it's written. That when the person breached the contract, you know how to go about it legally. Even though mm-hmm. I'm coming from a legal, I, I want her to do legal stuff too. But being an African and I know how the the the, the system is, it's just it's just not the same as the way it is in the U.S. The fact that it's a little bit structured in the U.S. It's still not. And I don't know. For me, I want to have a will. That, that that's definitely what I want to do. Even in businesses that I start and stuff, I've already been thinking like, okay, you know, if my foot is down, I'm having the will on how it's going to be distributed. You know, I don't have kids yet. You know what I mean? But I want how it's going to be. My moment, I have been talking about other things too, like how we're going to, how things are going to be. I, like if I'm around people, I'm always telling them like, okay, so what's the next step? Because life is not, it's not like tomorrow is not promised, like I said. So you never know. And there's a lot of fighting. And I feel like reason why some people even get scared to do wills too is because mm-hmm. sometimes people, family, family members go diabolical in a sense. Where I've seen people going crazy mm. of their own property. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So those are. So there's that other side too. I know when you tell it to a Westerner, they'd be like, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Some of them don't believe that there's something called voodoo or juju, but some of yeah. them know, some of them who practice um, that, who, but it's real. And that's something. Um, the other day I was listening to a group of people chatting and they were portraying voodoo in like a, saying that, oh, we made it look like a bad thing, you know? because mm. people who have actually experienced it it's in a bad format people who live on the continent who are still dealing with some of the things that voodoo comes with it's not good it's not something that's good but maybe you have gotten a watered down version don't get me wrong there are people they're tra- the herbalists you know there are people who are herbalists who do traditional stuff i'm all for traditional stuff don't get me wrong mm. i'm a i'm a christian hundred percent um but there are things doctor cannot read into right so mm-hmm. so that voodoo thing people do it and that's people do it too when it comes to will so sometimes people just take their hands off and say you know what i'm not about to put my hands in here and not losing my life because they have seen it mm-hmm. yeah i know i want my mom to have it but if it gets to the point where i realize that i'm not safe mm-hmm. there's no property worth my life but it's still good to have documentation, legal documentation, just in case. Maybe one day Africa will be there. You know, we'll get to that point where the system is well structured that we can fight, you know, and get the rights that we we have if we have a will set up. Yeah. 
and I, and I get your perspective that Africa is one legal document, but I think to some extent, like, write a will anyways. Like, I don't think it's a huge component of people that disregard the power of a will. Because I even know, irregardless of the law system, the idea of will has been around me for a long time, where okay. the chief of the village dies and everybody's ready to go sit and hear how he shared his assets. Asset, so that okay. idea of sharing assets is like, it's been an, a theme in the African culture, even yeah. though it's always been for only the rich. Like you had to be to, to be wealthy to some extent, which is not necessarily true. As far as you have something that has to be passed, that can be passed down, be it a little house, a car even, it, it is worth writing a document for. So I, I get that idea because, you know, we, we mess around with yeah. all the stuff. You know, stuff, imagine little stuff, yeah. and then being a girl child, too. There's also that thing, too, you have to face. How can someone be like, Oh, how will my brother leave this property for you? And I tell people, like, even though we watch African movies, we make it seem like, Oh, it's just fun. No, these people are actually telling stories that's actually happening that were, you know, that's actually happening. Oh, that's just not African, actually. yeah, and, and yeah, and in around, you know, around the world, too, that everyone is experiencing. And that's the thing, because some tra- some culture, I'm for will, like I said, right? I'm for will. I'm just saying some of the reason why some people just don't even want to go close to that is because of what happened. I have, my granddad was the king, right? He had properties. Most mm-hmm. of the people who marry my granddad kids, they all got something from him. He paid, he got them well off. Because he said, if you marry my daughter, um, I don't want you putting your hands on her. She comes from her home. So he will give you stuff for you go, for you guys to go and establish your life. That's how he was. He passed away. You know, now my, my mom, um, younger brother is the one who took my, my granddad's space because my granddad was a, a Muslim. So now my uncle is an imam. So he's over there. He's kind of like the father of the family, you know, but still there were other family people who did whatever they did, you know, trying to fight for this, fight for that. And there was, and this man had like, how many wives? A lot of wives. And then not to talk about the concubines that he, that he also had. I had kids outside too. So, you know, everybody coming here and there, claiming, claiming to be grandkids, you know, children, all of that. So it can mm-hmm. get very fishy. So I like, yes, a will is good because that way you can detail like how many kids you have, where you mm-hmm. want the money to be allocated and stuff. Mm-hmm. because yeah. back then they didn't have like a term for it but they were still sharing wealth they yeah. just didn't have a term for it so I, I get I like what you said in terms of that yeah and you know that I like how you're also like stressing that tension between family I know love is important and family is strong but let money come into it and assets. see the true colors of how family can Girl, be. your own brother or sister can turn yes, because of assets and money so why don't you save them all that breakup and hatred and yes. just it. whatever you have how little how big just share it actually i was i was hearing something recently i don't know details about this i have no i'm sorry i didn't go read about it before coming on the pod but it was like about a, a law a bill that was um recently passed in kenya where okay. they made adjustments to who because I know they kind of did something opposite previously, but they switched it around. Now they made adjustment regarding who can come back and claim inheritance after a person's death. And I, I mean, it's, a, it's all those politician things, but I was just like, 
why they make him bills? And this is so. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, because this is me talking, not knowing the details of that bill. But I was from the little I heard, I'm like, why they making bill on who can come claim inheritance? Why they not making bill on the necessity of a will? Just make it compulsory to write a will. If you don't include that person in that will, they do not deserve to come back and claim anything from you. If you include them in your will, they get to come back, regardless of who they are. Like, for example, somebody that is married and, well, is not married, but has lived with this person for a long time, but they're not legally married, you know? And this bill does not include such person Mm -hmm. as somebody who can claim inheritance. That is sad because... I mean, he or she has lived with this person all their life before they died or most of their life. So it's better if you just wrote a will, you know, irregardless of this, being, this person can be included. So, you know, at yeah. the end of the day, just funny. I think, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think sometimes it's also a slippery slope in that okay. sense because okay. what we consider literally married mm. for people back then wasn't the same, it wasn't going to the courthouse, you know, and signing papers, right? Because well, you know, we got, we still got traditional laws that still stand as a law. Mm-hmm. You know, in sure. every country, we still have traditional laws too. So even though they weren't like legally married in, in now, nowadays, what is considered legally married, mm-hmm. but because of the client, what client you, what, what place you affirm, mm-hmm. that even though we have constitution and stuff, but each country still recognize that law in that, you know, in that state or, you know, where, mm-hmm. where that person is from. So mm-hmm. meaning if you go and introduce this person, that's marriage. Before mm-hmm. going to the altar and doing all this paper signing wasn't stuff. Wasn't oh, stuff that's my parents' generation as do, well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you know what I mean? So people automatically know that when this person died, mm-hmm. the wife, that's still the, that's the wife because this is the person they introduced as Absolutely. the partner. So it's yeah. kind of, that's what I'm saying. It's be, that's why it ended up becoming like this tension because this person will be like, I build this person. And then mm-hmm. the tradition law would be like, yes, this is it. And, and it, it becomes very dicey because if this, the country, the state, the country is recognizing those low traditional laws and stuff. And then they have the, you know, quote unquote legal law as well. It becomes very dicey because you want to uphold this one. You want to uphold this one. And then you have the family in the middle, you know, saying, yeah, so it's very slippery. That's what I would say. But I like where you're coming from. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my point for the most part. I guess we'll do more work on this. Like, we're going to vis- revisit this. Maybe our perspective might change later on on certain things. Because sometimes when you haven't gone through things specifically, you don't really know exactly, you know, what it is. So yeah. yeah, you have to experience stuff. But guys, yeah, what do you think? Do you think are you gonna have a will later on in life? Is that something you're thinking about? Uh, if not, know. that's something you need to start you talking must, about. You must think about it. It's like start thinking about it now. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Don't just sit back, think about it. Think about it. That's start having those discussions among your friends, your young friends too, because that helps because they can go back and talk to their families about it too, about having a will and not just people saying, oh, I'm not going to die soon. You're trying to get me to die. Because the moment you start saying will, people automatically assume that you want them to die. <laughs> so. That's what I'm saying. That, that death 
it's like a big deal More, yeah oh, so that's that's my last last hey get a will i mean i'm gonna get a win in jesus name amen um, <laughs> yes about it <laughs> me at the end of the day just think about we, we we are just people who need to start thinking about the future we gotta think yeah. about you know and, and this debate i know is will but it's just deviating to so many things, a retirement plan, like so much yeah, more. There's so, a whole lot of things. Yeah. Literally. Like, I, I know my dad was definitely not saving at 19 for his retirement. No. That was like me. I decided. We don't have those discussions. And literally. And culture is different too. You know, yes, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, like, we can't blame them too because they were limited based on the information they had on hand. Absolutely. Right? If people Absolutely. weren't, if you're not, nobody educating people on financial freedom, you know, mm. financial literacy, how you think they're going to know about that? They're not, you know? So for us, we've been out, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, the only reason why we know about this is because we've been exposed to certain information. Mm-hmm. Right. So that also put a key role into that. And that's our job. You know, that's what this podcast is for. Like, hey, start having these conversations with your parents. We're young like you. We're all, you know, all in young. Um, but having these conversations also help you as a young person and also help your family because you basically have you basically have to bridge that gap for the older generation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, people. I agree with you. And if you think, you know, you're young, you know, knowing our targeted audience, the people that are like listening to us are like pretty young and you are like me, you say, you know what? I have no assets. I can think about it now. Just share this episode. Share it with your dad, your mom, share with your uncle, your aunt, listen to it with your family. Let them also get this perspective because they probably, sometimes people just don't know. They don't know the importance of why they're so traditional that they don't like what they know is what they do and there's nothing wrong with there's that nothing, but yeah. how about you be that blessing who introduces a different perspective to them to the family yeah so yeah. and if you have not subscribed to us yet don't forget to follow us you can follow a podcast i know it sounds crazy but you can follow this podcast five from africa podcast you can listen to us subscribe to us on any platform where you listen to your podcast also we are content creators or we're on instagram you can follow yes. us on on our IG, our Five from Africa podcast. And yes, That's people like what she said. Follow. Oh, yeah, I want to get a perspective too before we go. Like, what do you guys think about us having sessions, like a, a session with Tia where she records the pod and gives you some juice that she would like to give you? A session with me where it's just me on the pod giving you the juice I would like to give you. Like, what do you guys think? Would that be boring yeah. to you? People? You guys let us know. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, would they rather us be together all the time or they don't mind yeah. getting getting single. separate inside on certain things? Yeah. Um, so but yeah. All right, people. Oh, Take care. Our prayer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we just came from yeah. Thanksgiving. We're forgetting to pray. Ah, Lord. Please. Yeah, trouble. Uh, please, let's pray. Let's let's pray. Our gracious heavenly father, king of glory, we just want to say thank you for today. Thank you for everything that you have done and thank you for everything that you continue to do in our lives. Oh, Lord, even when we are faithless, you remain faithful because we know you cannot deny yourself. We're forever grateful. Let your will be done at the end of the day that your name may be glorified. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
All right. Yeah, you break my head.